Welcome back to Mailing Podcast. I'm your host, Brett Merriman. Sitting in front of me in this beautiful uh, New York City hotel room, where is the, uh, it's the, the de facto studio for the next couple of days. Kate Patnod, Cat Pat, the real Cat Pat, <laughs> is in the building. Uh, Cat Pat, what's going on? Hello, thank you for having me. How are you doing? I'm good. It's it's late at night, so I'm a little sleepy. Not gonna lie. A little sleepy. Well, okay. I have energy, so for the podcast, don't worry. Got but it. Got it. Got this it. is okay. past my bedtime. Got you. Yes. Okay. It's it, for for the people out there. It's nine o'clock. <laughs> so it's nine eighteen. So that's is that what is late. what is your normal your night routine? Like, take me from six, six o'clock on. Okay, I'm eating dinner. Okay. Probably watching what'd something. What did you have for dinner? I don't think I even ate dinner tonight. Oh. I mean, we left the house at like six thirty. Got you. And okay. yeah, you were so I nervous to come to... on the the mail in podcast. I was nervous. I was uh, nervous. I yeah. I made sure to eat um a few like a handful of nuts, like okay. everything but the bagel nuts from Trader Joe's are great. The seasoning is fantastic. I've never yes. heard of the nuts. Oh my god, they're addicting. Really? Yes, you have to get them. Okay. Is it just is it the nuts in the seasoning? Is that is that basically what it is? it's okay. like almonds and cashews and seasoning, but fabulous snack. Okay, good to know. So, okay, so dinner slash nuts. Mm-hmm. Then you roll into like TV time. Yeah, we're watching Better Call Saul at the moment. So. Right, brand new shows. <laughs> well, we both have seen Breaking Bad and we never watched Better Call Saul. But wait, wait, Okay, so you have seen Breaking Bad. Yes. Better Call Saul is, is next up. Yes. Okay. So we're on season four, I believe. And then... Like around eight thirty, you're like nine. Like okay, I'm gonna get ready for bed, and then, you know, wash my face. That takes a while. Like brush your teeth, all that fun stuff, and then. Then the the, uh, the skincare routine. Exactly. Right? Oh, I, the skincare I, routine. I know it well at this yes. point from not yours, but uh, Caroline has a pretty uh, in-depth skincare routine. As she should. At Wait, night, uh, yeah. Nine times out of ten, I just end up falling asleep, mm-hmm. and then it's like because it takes you know. <laughs> it's like oh cool okay. Anyway, yes. So you're you're out by like nine o'clock then. Oh yeah. Well, I, I say that, but I'm actually in bed scrolling TikTok for like the next thirty minutes. Only thirty. Maybe. I've maybe I've, a little longer. I've hit wormholes on TikTok lately. It's a form of time travel in a way. It's, it's ridiculous. Have you gotten to the point where they send you like a message that's like, hey? You've been scrolling for a while. Why don't you go to sleep? Yeah, I get multiple like in a row. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. And I, I like, sometimes Wayne will be asleep and I'll still be scrolling. So I'll just like text them to myself and watch them the next day. Right. And I'll wake up and have like 10 that I had sent myself the night before. And it's just, it's like you're, you're bookmarked. Right? Exactly. It's, it's, it's your recommended tab for TikTok. Anyway, <laughs> we'll get off that. You may be wondering if this is your first time listening to the mail-in, what is the mail-in podcast? Kate, if you could like just sum up the mail-in, what would you say it is? Advice. I would say that's really like the one word would be people need advice, but not like in a very super serious form. Got you. Okay. I like that. Okay. Not super serious Q&A advice. Exactly. Right. We do our best to answer your questions, right? You may run into situations in your 20s, maybe your 30s that you uh, you want some help with. We can help you out, right? Walked away with a laugh. Walked away with be like, oh, most of that was moronic, but like it can take a, a, a morsel of something, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what we try to do. How can you help us out? Tell a friend about the Mail-In Podcast. It is the easiest way to get into Wash Media. Send them a clip. We'll be doing more clips now. We have interns. Shouts to Timo and Adam, which I was told I can say their first names, so... Timo and Adam are our interns. <laughs> nice, yes. TNA, can't wait. <laughs> um, send them a clip. They'll be, we'll be doing more clips. Send them a segment. We'll be doing more segments. Um, and then subscribe. iTunes or Spotify. That helps us out a ton. Leave a review. Uh, hopefully five stars. I, I kind of like living in like the 4.8 world because I like having some, some work to do. It you keeps know? you humble. Right, it keeps you humble. We don't need to be PMT or call our daddy. <laughs> five star podcasts, right? Hit the hotline number to leave a voicemail. We have one of those tonight for you. Um, 888-362-MAIL. That's 888-362-6245. Or you can write in at the link in the Twitter or Instagram bio at Mail-In Podcast. Kate, before we get into the questions. Okay. I ask every guest this that is brand new to this program. Hmm. What was your screen name and did you call it AIM or AIM? 
which I'm intrigued by because we're from the same area, like literally the same section. Yes. I, okay. Well, I used to call it AIM. Let's go. Yes. You did too? Yes. I'm an AIM guy. Thank you. Which makes sense because it, I, I think it's a regional thing. It must be because I remember getting to college and people said AIM. I'm like, it's yes. AIM. Yes. Oh my God. It's America. And you say both. It's a message. And it's like, thank God. It's not AIM. It's literally an acronym. A-I-M. Right. right. Thank you. Thank you. You're yes. welcome. I have had many screen names back in my day. So you're also, you were like uh, Dave and KJ. They, yeah, they spray, all the time. They, yeah. I had one <laughs> or two. What was your one. first? What was yours? Be Chewy 090. Like, what does that even mean? B for Brett. Chewy was my little league nickname. Okay. Which, because uh, <laughs> I, I, I kept my fourth grade screen name until I was a senior in high school. Oh my God. Or I guess we're not senior, but like whenever AIM or right. AIM died, like, you know, but, and then Facebook Messenger took over. But. Well, I'll, I'll start with my, my OG original because yeah, what's the OG? My, my parents had made me an email okay. when I was a kid and it was Katie Pie 20 and K- it's supposed to be like Cutie Pie, like yeah, Katie Pie 20. Katie, you're Katie Pie. And then at one point I changed it in high school or middle school to <laughs> Legally Brunette, like Legally Blonde. Oh. Legally Brunette X3. Oh my God. Yeah. Was that like for BMW too? You were Legally Brunette? BMW X3? No, just like like a heart. It was, you know, like an X3 because you couldn't do... Um, Is the X3 like the emo heart? Like, would, would, sign. like, why? Oh, because... Well, in a screen name, you can only do letters and numbers. Serena's going to be out there like, yes, X3 is a thing, Brett. Like, yeah. rar. We can do like a... If you're doing a MySpace hearts... What is it? And hearts semicolon. So, never really? forget. <laughs> I didn't know that. I just know uh, the Chris Brown popular song, 143, which refers to uh, the T9 word heart. Yes. Mm-hmm. One four three, because it, it gives you the. Oh, I the yeah, I remember, thing, so. I remember, I remember people putting their status one four three. Oh. But yes. Uh, Were you a T nine word person? When I had a razor. Okay. I didn't know how to use it for the longest time. Got you. But you know, then I got my uh, what is it called? The one Verizon phone that flipped both ways. It would open for like oh, a keyboard. Oh, I had, it, had, it, I had it too. I had it too. I had it too. It was sick. Um, the what was it the alias? The alias two, perhaps. I don't even know. That was my first like cool phone. Yeah, the, my first. I had the obviously we had the flip phone that you played Tetris on and you played mm-hmm. like brick and shit. Um, and then I went to the Edge, which was a touch screen on the front that slid open to reveal a keyboard. I remember this. And the touch screen never fucking worked. <laughs> and I would li- I would click like the corner to exit and it would jump into like the internet, which. Remember the 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 phones the internet that the phones had mm-hmm. in like 2008, and you felt like you were, you know, three clicks into one of those Xbox commercials that pop up on MiniClip.com. And you're like, where am I? And yes. Is this legal right now? And also charge your parents like sixty dollars per second. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You got you got on the internet, pal, and and <laughs> boy, did you you heard about it? Oh gosh. So, Katie Pie and Legally Brunette. Mm-hmm. And there's more. Oh, yeah. I, I just, those were, I one was Co- Coconut Baby 228. Coconut Why, Baby okay, was a. Okay, okay. Why Coconut Baby? It, it was a cartoon that I used to draw. So, like, it was just like a character I created at camp. So do, you, do you still own the IP to that? I don't think so. But it's just like a little, it was you like saw, a coconut. You sold it? Well, he was, he was just like a little coconut dude and he had okay. sunglasses and I like drew him in my journal when I went to summer camp. Could you draw him like right now? Yes. Oh my god! It's just like a little uh, a coconut's a circle, and then like little feet, and then sunglasses, and he would do like coconut things. <laughs> what do coconuts do? I don't know. Like he would be at the beach or whatever. Okay. I just what, remember like they, hang, uh, they hang out at the beach. Yeah, with their palm tree friends. Okay, I get. I get and two two eight, like twenty two was my number eight. I lived at twenty eight, so two two eight. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's. There's, there's I like more. how everybody's has an origin story. Of course, that's they have fine. to. It's not just like Brett Merriman nine. W- Wayne has a really funny one, and I still call it call him it. It's really, football gangsta sixty. Ooh. Football gangsta. <laughs> Wait, are you seeing like football like fucking jersey? So it's like it's O O T B A W. I think it's actually just football, but it's gangsta. Right with an A. A sixty. Sixty. What's sixty? That was his football number. Oh, okay, because he's the football gangster. Yeah, that's an embarrassing one. I love that. Shouts mm-hmm. to Wayne. Um, this first question kind of has to do with Wayne. Mm. A little bit. <laughs> Should we get into it? Yes, please. All right. 
Kate, first question. How do you feel about weddings on holiday weekends? An example being Memorial Day or Labor Day. Now, before we get into the question, let me be the first to congratulate you. Uh, congratulate, congratulate you on your engagement to Thank said you. Wayne. That's really cool. I'm really excited for you guys. I think the whole backer community is. Um, I hope so. Because it's kind of been like a not a storyline, but like everybody everybody knows you, and it's it's fun to see that come to fruition. So. Now that you are in the midst of wedding planning, mm-hmm. do we have a holiday wedding on the horizon? No. Okay. I don't think we are hopefully not going to do a holiday wedding. Okay. But I also, like, I don't know anything about prices of holiday weddings. They mm. could be more expensive. They could be less expensive. And that, I think, would make a difference. Got you. Mm-hmm. So it's like you get that Labor Day discount. You're like, hey, Wayne. See, that's the thing. But, like, I know some of my friends are super against holiday weddings. Okay. I love I love them, by the way. See, you said that before. And I love them. I, so do you have know. a defense or can I just can I launch into a diatribe about why I love them? I, I have like weddings? some holidays that are okay and some okay. that I don't think are okay. Memorial Day wedding weekend. Mm-hmm. Or more, Memorial Day weekend is a perfect wedding weekend. Yes. Because everybody has the, the Monday off is the sneakiest thing in the world. See, that makes sense. You can turn Sunday... Not only into a recovery day, but into like a throttle day, or you can. It, it's a day. It's a built-in day where people can take their time leaving and go home and like regroup mm-hmm. and not have to work on Monday. So they're they're back on, on Tuesday feeling like seventy-five percent. Um, so, and usually with Memorial Day weekend, that Thursday is pretty loose in the office. Friday, oh, yeah. Friday is obviously like borderline day off. And Essentially, that, and if you leave that Thursday at two or one thirty, and you're like, "Oh, I got my my flight's at three. People are like, "Oh, totally, totally fine, cool." Mm-hmm. Whereas you do that a week before, you're like, "Uh, we have a meeting tomorrow, Brendan. Like, <laughs> what are you doing?" So, mostly, I am I am a holiday wedding guy because of the leniency you get on the time off side mm-hmm. of things, and you depending on what day that that. D- technical day off falls on whether it's monday or friday or whatever um you have an extra day to regroup so that's that's my my defense is the extra time off you get but i know Mm -hmm. people are like well i wanted to go to like turks and caicos and i have to go to fucking i don't know (laughs) like springfield mass to watch you get married and i haven't talked to you in seven years See, that's true. But I also, there's there's holidays where you don't get, like, the long weekend. No offense to Springfield, bro. <laughs> like, 4th of July is not always on a weekend, obviously. No. What's your favorite 4th of July day? Like, what day of the week? Yeah. When it falls on, like, when it falls on, like, a uh, Tuesday, you're like, ah, oh, fuck, okay. Well, but it falls I, like, on, like, a blank, and you're like, fuck, yeah, let's go. I guess, I don't know, because our, uh, my, my job will give us the third off, too. So it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I guess it depends. Well, you can build, like say it's on a say it's on a Thursday, right? So you get that Wednesday built in, and that Friday is obviously w- a wash. So you you right. ob- all of a sudden you end up with a five day break, right? Or you could just take the Friday off, like you know, just I'm just gonna take it off, do like a little mini vacation, right? That's nice. But I also am not. I don't know why Fourth of July wedding is just like stuck in my head. Ooh, but not for me. Okay, not okay. for me. Not at all. That's what I'm gonna say. Like, oh, because the fireworks. The like, okay, but you can have fireworks anytime. But it's no, just not New York. Thanks, Cuomo. Oh, you can't. I think they're still illegal, right? That was always the thing growing up. Is like, yeah, you had to go to sense. Pennsylvania or you know, right, wherever to get fireworks and then bring them back to the lake house type of thing. Okay, that makes sense. I just think like with a with a holiday like that that has a specific color scheme. I don't know. <laughs> Red, white, and blue. Yeah, like you know, I don't. I think it can be kind of tacky and I feel like on the 4th of July everyone wants to just do a barbecue and like not really leave their houses mm-hmm. it's already very hot but like a New Year's Eve wedding is classy and fun I hate it okay we're very opposite it. oh my god that's no it's perfect because people are always like you guys agree too much on the mail-in oh we got some disagreements yeah we have some I hate the. Uh, I'm trying to reward this correctly I like the holidays, the holiday weddings that are traditionally like mo- like the Mondays you get, Labor Day, yes. Memorial Day, President's Day, perhaps, um, and like Columbus Day. 
perfect fall wedding because you can have the wedding on a Friday or a Sunday. Not right. People are like, oh, but I have to watch the college football game. Oh, I like football. Uh, well. And it's like, relax. It's a fall wedding. <laughs> it's, fucking be- it's beautiful. It's beautiful in upstate New York. Um, but New Year's Eve is different to me. New Year's Eve is like, I, I, I don't, for some reason, I would, I would be annoyed by going to a wedding on New Year's Eve. See, I've heard my friends who have been invited to holiday weddings like that, and they're annoyed. Some, well, some of them are like, okay, great. I didn't have plans anyway. Okay. But yeah, I, if you don't have plans, it's, it's, a, par- it's a party. Right, but I, I also don't think holiday weddings, like people are thinking of like President's Day and Columbus Day. And I think they're thinking like legit holidays. Well, they, those are all legit holidays, but you know what I mean. Gotcha. Columbus Day is not legit, Kate. Okay, it's, I guess it's a we, legit we holiday. We don't have to go into that. We don't, um, uh, whatever Columbus like Day is, whatever Columbus Day is going to be called in the future. We right. Can, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm thinking Valentine's like Valentine's Day, Day wedding, Halloween wedding. Tacky. Halloween, also tacky. St. Patrick's no, Day. No, I see. Th- that's what I'm saying by like a holiday that has a color scheme already. Tacky. Don't do a wedding. I think we're getting somewhere here. I think okay. we're getting to like the corporate work holidays that yes. you discover later on where it's like Memorial Day weekend in eighth grade is like, it means oh, cool, nothing. we get Monday. But when you're 30, it's like, oh, cool, I'm going to black out for the first time in three years <laughs> on a yes. boat at Brant Lake. and DTS. You know, right. What's DTS? Down the shore. Oh. Of course. The band. <laughs> exactly, yes. But I think like Memorial Day wedding, great. Labor Day weekend, wonderful. The adult holidays. Right. Not the kids' holidays. Yes. Don't have your wedding on Easter. You can't have it on no. Saturday because Jesus isn't, he's not, you know. I, I also, I also, this is, I don't I don't know if you would even consider these like holiday holidays, but I would not personally want to have my wedding on Mother's Day or Father's Day weekend. Oh, okay. Those are popular weekends. Your dad's but like, I just I'd think, rather be like, golfing, Kate. Like, what are we? I, don't, I mean, I don't know. I'm just, I'm like, mm. I want to spend the holiday with you know, my mother or my father, but oh, okay, that just might be me. I get it. I don't I know. I get it. I get it. Okay, I you know, I, I think we broke this down pretty well. Yes, I think it's adult holidays are cool, mm-hmm. fine. Kids' holidays are off limits, or not off limits, but but tacky. Yeah, try not to do that. And and if you had your wedding on on Easter or Valentine's Day, I'm sure it was beautiful. I'm saying like, I hope you didn't do like second grade. Like Transformers Valentines to each other, right? I mean, I actually did go to a wedding, uh, a Valentine's Day wedding, like way back when, and it was beautiful. But okay, you know, I'm sure. Yes, I, <laughs> I don't mean to demean any weddings out there. Get married whenever you want to get married. I'm happy for you. Wherever you want to get married, whatever season it is, I'm happy for you. Just breaking it down for the sake of the podcast. Exactly. You know what? Uh, what other time it could be right now, Kate? What time? I don't know. Do you have a watch? I actually don't. Exactly. You need one. How about a <laughs> movement? Ooh. In a tiny apartment in Southern California, two college dropouts teamed up to create a watch company that broke all of the rules. Every single one of them. How about that? <laughs> uh, with fair prices, unexpected colors, and clean original designs, Movement grew into one of the fastest growing watch brands, shipping to over 160 countries across the globe. What other global watch companies do you know? None. Exactly. <laughs> Now, movement has expanded into blue light glasses that protect your eyes from screens with minimalist jewelry as well and more style essentials that don't break the bank. All designed out of their California headquarters. Bang, bang. How about that? Go to, uh, go to their website. I'm wearing one right this second. I'm looking at it. I see it. It's fantastic. Um, pick a watch that you personally like to wear um, and, and just picture it yourself with it like i have a rose gold um rose gold white face brown leather strap and i'm wearing it right this second but that's like my favorite movement watch oh it's just fantastic it feels like i'm wearing a four digit you know four digit price watch and it's like 90 bucks it does look very nice thank you i appreciate that um like i said the price point is insane because it looks like a 500 watch 400 watch and uh like you get at a department store, you know, Macy's or whatever department store you, you frequent these days. But it costs a fraction of the price because they were built online and own their process from start to finish. You get a beautiful watch shipped right to your door for free. 
And if you don't love it, you can ship it right back for free. How about that? Also, I mentioned the blue light glasses. Mm -hmm. Do you know the benefits of blue light glasses? Blue I light need blocking? blue light glasses. If you start a screen for more than like three hours a day, these things are money. Money. And they look kind of tight too, honestly. Like you, get a, you could get a gram off in these. Yo, my company sent us these cheap ass blue light glasses. <laughs> Horrible. Like, Horrible. Threw them in the trash. Good. Well, you need movement. They movement looked so that. cheap. Uh, yeah, now you need ones that look awesome. If you want to elevate your look with style that doesn't break the bank, then join the movement and get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns by going to movement.com slash mail-in. That's mvmt.com slash mail-in. Again, mvmt.com slash mail-in. Get 15% off today. How about the, uh, the voicemail, Kate? Yes, please play it. Yo, Brett, and whoever your guest is, um, question for you. So, a few buddies, uh, a few buddies and I are going to be going to do karaoke uh, this weekend, and um, kind of just wanted to know, like, what are some do's and don'ts of karaoke uh, after the pandemic? You know, no like people haven't been really going out. So, um, what are some do's and don'ts of karaoke? Uh, some songs to do. Some songs. Shouldn't do. Um, I was a singer all the way like through high school and stuff. So, also, how do I not look like a complete asshole and make myself look like a show off in front of in front of everybody? Love to know what you guys think. Love the pod. Deuces. Karaoke. Cat Pat. Karaoke. What are your your go to karaoke's? What are your stories from karaoke? How do you not make yourself look like an asshole when you're doing karaoke? Let's break it down. First of all, I have a playlist on my phone, on Spotify, Literally. for karaoke songs. I'm pulling it up right now. Okay. Karaoke by Kate Patton. Okay. Okay. It's a 50-minute playlist. Some some good songs, Dancing in the Dark by Bruce Springsteen. Do, 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 do. Yeah. It's a do, do, Dancing do, do, Queen, do, do, which I do, think do. people don't love, but I love that song. 18s or ABBA? Well, ABBA, but... I fuck with the 18s. I, I do love 18s. See, upside down. I love that song. But so good, right? Don't yes. I can't do it for karaoke, but it's very it's, know your vocal range. That's that's, a, that's the most important thing. Yes. And if you don't, pick a song that you can joke sing. Right? Like that's yes. important about like if you know you're not good and you know you don't have this song. Mm -hmm. Like say you pick a Bohemian Rhapsody when you need perfect pitch over four octaves and mm -hmm. you, you don't have that in the bag. Like literally three people all time do. And and three the two of the three are dead, the third being John Mayer. <laughs> um, shouts to Whitney Houston and Freddie Mercury. If you don't have that in the bag, don't go for it. You don't no. need to be. Don't be a hero out there. I think that's the best karaoke advice from yeah. the start is don't be a hero. And it's it's so painful for the audience to watch someone that's absolutely bombing their song and also just sings a song that's way too long. Yeah. Oh. Know your know your audience. Yes, I, I actually met my now fiance at karaoke. Night. Really? Yes. No at, shit. We were at the Lionheart Pub in Albany. It was karaoke night. Wolf Road. No. Just kidding. I just know Lark Wolf, Street. Wolf, well, <laughs> the the other street I know in Albany. Okay. Or yes. Pearl Street. So we were doing Tulip karaoke, Fest. and I wanted to do um, Hall and Oates' "Rich Girl." Oh, I was like, song. "Who the fuck is gonna do it with me?" So you pulled a random dude and now he's your fiance. Well, like we, we were with some mutual friends, but like we had just met five no minutes before. Shit. So I, I put our names in and we did rich girl and the rest is history. Come on. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. Yeah. You, we were talking before the pod about like, Oh, do you have any like cool karaoke anecdotes we can use mm -hmm. for, the, for the, and you're like, Oh yeah, yeah, I got one. <laughs> I didn't know it's like your, your fiance story. Yeah, we met doing karaoke and like. So is that gonna be like your uh, wedding? Well, here's the song thing. Here's the thing. I would love to like incorporate that song, but I don't want people to be like rich girl. Like, who does so she think she dance? is? You're doing a rich girl. I don't want people to think I'm a gold digger. The song "Rich Girl." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, I do. Um, but but that's incredible. That's an awesome, uh, a yes. meet cute, if you will. It was very cute. I think really like any classic Hall and Oates song or like. I don't know that kind of genre Vibe. yacht rock. You could do a, a great karaoke Any song yacht too. Rock song. So, if you want a song that you're not gonna do well, so mm -hmm. I, I, I 
right my my main advice is know your know your limits don't be a hero but one song that the audience will sing automatically with you and just you're good um sugar we're going down oh throw that on at the karaoke bar and the music like the the guitar is loud enough and you can just kind of yell the parts <laughs> that if you, if you like if you're drunk and the crowd is drunk and you put on sugar we're going down the entire bar will sing the chorus which you obviously can't hit that note. No. But but collectively, the bar can. Yeah. And if so that will get the bar on its feet. Now, if you want a an intimate karaoke song, this is my go-to. Mm. I go landslide. Oh, and I don't great do song. I don't do Stevie's. I do the Chicks's. Okay. Landslide. That's and, a good choice. Oh, it and it's just like because I can hit every note. I sing an octave below. It's fine. Everybody likes it. Everybody enjoys it. Everybody sings the chorus and, and sways back and forth. Mm-hmm. And we have a good time. But those are my two. You get me out of my comfort zone and I'm lost. I'm a lost puppy. I, I default to pop punk because I know all the words. Like, dear Maria, just get me up there and let's rip. But See, <laughs> so I feel like you need to definitely pick a song that people will know. 100%. Like, I do not know Dear Maria. You don't know Dear Maria Count Me In? No. All time low. I know Jackass Juliet. That's We the Kings. <laughs> I don't know. See, I don't know these songs, but okay. like, pick a song that everyone knows, and also for the the ladies, because I know the ladies love to do this. Group karaoke. Do not oh. do not go on stage with like twenty oh. of your closest girlfriends. It's Kate, it's they so love awkward. doing it. They do, and you're gonna do it at some point again in your life. Definitely. And I just, it's just, oh no, can we not? Can there, we just? Not? There's always like someone who's really awkwardly on like the side of the stage, not at all near the microphone, and they're just kind of like half leaning in, half like already knowing no one's gonna hear them, and it's so yeah. uncomfortable. It's bachelorette party karaoke, and there's like one or two or th- or three mic tops. Yes. And everybody has to be heard, and everybody has to hit. the freaking high note on wannabe or so i'll tell you what you want it's like i'll tell you what i don't want is what's <laughs> happening in front of me right now like we, yes. we can we can we can take turns I mean, that's all i'm saying is we can take turns yeah or rent a room oh I, I did that for my 27th birthday i turned 27 in four days okay well almost happy birthday but thank i feel you. old thank you you're not that old no i did uh we rented a karaoke room and it's so fun because they're basically soundproof so you can just scream as loud as you want absolutely and they bring the drinks to you so highly recommend doing those okay love those and you can just get obliterated and nobody will say boo we we did and then we went to penny farthing oh yeah (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) yes anyway um any more do's and don'ts i i just just i think we covered the basics right where it's yeah know your limits Mm -hmm. don't be an asshole no Pick a song that everybody's gonna know. Like, don't don't sing slow dancing in a burning room because you just broke up with your boyfriend or girlfriend, and you're just like, I want right. to get my feels out because it's awkward for everybody. And like, Dylan knows what you're going through, and he's like, Fuck, man, it's my boy up there. <laughs> I would say the only last piece of advice I would have is like, don't go up there taking it extremely seriously, like you're trying to get a record deal. Yes. I just yeah, don't take yourself too seriously. No. Ha- have fun with it. Know that you probably don't sound great and get really drunk. That's always a good idea, right? Exactly. You know, one of my favorite karaoke performances ever was Barrett Dudley. Um this is legendary at the Wash Media Christmas Party 2019. Oh, I wish I could have seen that. Barrett Dudley did uh oh, what did he do? Fuck. I'm going to get roasted for this. I, it was it was like shallow or something like that. Oh, I remember seeing pictures of him. Yeah, in an Aimé Leondor sweater. Of course. At a, like a dive karaoke bar. Mm-hmm. What a juxtaposition was off the charts, but it was fantastic. Barry, and he, he fake, like fake got really into it, you know, like clutching at his, his sweater. Yes, and see, that's fun. Looking up at the ceiling type of stuff. He, he was, he put on a show. See, that's, that's the best when people do that. Yes, absolutely. Have fun with it. Have fun with it. I think we covered that, right? Definitely. Yes. Let's do the next one. Hey, guys. How can we get our friends to stop treating our house like it's a frat basement every time we host parties? For example, we're almost 29. We've had, a, uh, we've had glasses break, a window break, a front door left open, 
food all over the kitchen, sticky floors, and many more disgusting messes. Let me know. Um, is this about is this about barstool sports in like 2017? Because this happened a lot. How? At what age are you like? Let's grow up and not leave natty lights. Uh, I don't know, not on the table, but like in the bathroom type of thing. Like, twenty six, maybe. I, I twenty four. You get two years. Yeah. It's like it's like getting a post grad degree. You yes. Get po- you get two years to um, to to continue that lifestyle. Like mm-hmm. if you have if you have empty liquor bottles with christmas lights in them oh, at 23 if you have it at 23 fine if you I have it at 27 uh let's have a talk let's have a talk yeah i'm gonna I, need to talk to you in the kitchen for yeah, just one second this Where? is this is a very relatable question oh because we have people over all the time <laughs> to the lake house yes well the, one of our issues not issues is we are the only people in our friend group that actually owns the house Everyone else has small apartments. Which is awesome for you guys, by the way. Yeah, I mean, it's it's great. But I think people kind of take that as um, we like can kind of go crazy. You're going to, you're going to, yeah. Like you host, you're hosting right. us. You're going to take care of all the, the shitty parts of this. Exactly. and Okay, that's annoying. I think you have to kind of just clean as you go throughout the night. Oh. It's very or else the morning you will want to die. Yeah, you know the the mornings you wake up and there's four like fourteen solo cups stuck to the coffee table. It's I mean one time I woke up oh. after having people over and our front door was just wide open. Sounds like this question kind of, but they mentioned they have their front door wide open. Uh, that's egregious. And there's bears in the area. There's everything. There's I mean people people could go in, but yeah, yeah. No, this question's um. Relatable? Very relatable. I I think you kind of just need to have whoever's like closest with those people sit them down or like shoot them a text before being like, I don't even know. Hey guys, um, let's try and maybe keep it cool tonight. You know what? I don't I don't really know. Yeah, the, it, it's it's definitely it just it kind of comes with the territory. It's it's a domino effect, right, Kate, where when one friend does it, maybe the leader of the group perhaps mm-hmm. when when the leader of the group is like not um punting their natty cans off the wall or vizzies off the wall like oh let's get this on bar stool like when we pass that age it's easy because people just kind of like people kind of do it because they're like they, they have this innate oh i i if this was my house i wouldn't want um a shattered patron bottle on my kitchen floor <sighs> I just don't want that. And so you just kind of like, you kind of grow up. And as weird as it is to sound, you just kind of hit, I don't know, 25, 26. And you bring a bottle of wine instead of a 30 Mm -hmm. rack. So you have to wash three glasses instead of that, that, you know, the noise. Can you, can you hear and smell the noise of like that giant black trash bag, that 40 gallon trash bag? Yes. And the clink of the, half empty beer cans hitting each other as you like the smell clink clink clink. i can hear the stickiness like under my feet oh and you like do the thing where there's the, an entire coffee table full and you just kind of sweep it and it's like the sound of crumpled mm-hmm. plastic hitting mm-hmm. empty metal Ugh. i think that also one thing that plays into this is what you guys are drinking because i think if everyone is super drunk on like liquor yeah you're more likely to have a bigger mess which i know Ooh. like you i just think okay. if you're drunker the mess will be bigger that's fair because there's usually like you mentioned cleaning up as you go there's mm-hmm. usually none of that if you're just no. obliterated mm-hmm. it is well, who cares see you tomorrow I'm, I'm guilty of that but but then again with cans and bottles that's creating like an actual physical especially bottles for some reason bottles yes bottles get spilled bottles break at least cans don't i don't know shatter in your living room yeah i i think if you're kind of making sure everyone's not getting like super blacked out wasted and Uh leaving shit everywhere but i really just think you kind of have to clean as you go and someone's gonna have to talk to someone yeah somebody's gonna be like hey or like i said there's the the leader of the group usually sets the tone if there's a uh 
I don't know, call it a bad egg in the group mm-hmm. that likes to unset the tone. You know, everybody has that friend where it's like, uh, hey, Mark, um, we don't need to run back St. Paddy's Day 2017 every chance you get. I know, I know, uh, I know about the record. I know it's in, I, I know, I get it. Right. We don't need to run that back tonight. Like we're going to have, you know, six and a half Bud Lights. We're going to have a great time. Take a tequila shot for the road. Not that you're driving, but, you know, and we don't, we don't need to uh, jungle juice it again. You know, like that's, that, that bad egg can be, can be talked to when the rest of the group has buy-in on the other side. Yeah. I, I also think too. Um, no offense, Mark. <laughs> if there's if there's broken glass happening, I think you kind of just need to take glass out of the equation. Broken it, glass is like a, f- a fire alarm in a way that yeah. sobers people up quickly. And it's like, all right, guys, we just shattered a tequila bottle or a vodka bottle. It's it's not fun. It's a huge party foul. So I really think, you know, it might not look cute, but I think you can always drink out of a solo cup. It will always. not break. Always. Mixer, beer. Mm-hmm. Solo cups are fantastic. Yeah, Fantastic. I, I am pro solo cup even at my age of 28 years old. Um, but yeah, I mean, talk to your friends. Hopefully they'll understand. And if they don't, just don't invite them over anymore. Agreed. Yeah, the 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 uninvited or the, the, the kill of the invite is a really easy way to get people to grow up quickly. Yeah, and come on, we're almost 30 years old. No need to be breaking things, leaving food everywhere. Leaving doors open. Yeah, come on. Um, what else did the question say? Uh, food, sticky floors. Broke yeah. a window. Broken, win- broken window. Broken window. That just seems like someone got way too drunk and did something stupid. Broken window is, uh, that was the result of a decision where perhaps the broken glass or sticky floors are the result of an accident. Mm-hmm. More times than not, I feel like a broken window is a decision that was made. That's a good point. That's like, definitely someone just way too drunk, really angry. Yeah, right. Where it's like, oh, my elbow can go through this two by like wooden mm-hmm. frame of a window. Or, hey, this football, bet you, bet you can't throw it through that window, Bradley. And <laughs> guess who was D3 and couldn't hit the plate but has a, a great nerf arm, you know. Yeah. Brad Bradley. Uh, but yeah, that's it's a decision that was made to break a window. Yeah, that's a good point. Or I've broken some of these in my day, so no offense or no no uh no judgment. Remember the the like old suburban homes with the staircases that had the wooden uh the wooden like pegs going up? Oh, like the uh-huh. ra- the railing goes down. Yes. The stairs go down and the wooden pegs mm-hmm. kind of fill it in. Yeah, yeah, those, I've taken one or two of those. But, like, I'm sure you weren't nearly 30. No, 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 I was 20. Exactly. I was definitely 20, perhaps 19. See, that's an acceptable age to do that stuff. Right. But I did take them out on purpose with a football. Oh. That's, it was rude. It was my place. That is rude. It was my place, (laughs) so it wasn't like. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it was it was one of the yeah. Scumbag move. I'm uh, we'll move on from that. That's <laughs> I I I don't even think Caroline knows about that. I'm sorry. Anyway, next question, Cat Pat. Hey Melon. I got a tough question. And I've been battling trying to figure out what to do. So I have friends who I consider or so I have a friend who I consider one of my best friends. We grew up together and have been best friends ever since we met. Over the past three years. He has been on, off, dating this girl, and their relationship is nothing less than toxic. We have tried talking to him, and time again, uh, time and time again about letting this girl go and moving on, but he just doesn't seem like, this is all in context, I'm trying to piece together this thing. Talk, try time and time again about letting this girl go, moving on, but he just seems to keep going back and this time recently do, do you I'm, tr- I'm trying here cat pet i'm really trying here this time recently he has said he doesn't want to hang out with me anymore i've tried texting him about why he's doing this and he has yet to respond please help me out guys p 
PS, can we get a Houston meetup ASAP? The answer is yes. Friend who is one of your best friends in a very toxic relationship where it feels like he's getting the old uh, your friends or me ultimatum mm-hmm. from back home. What do you think? I think... Well, now he's not answering him, so I feel like that's adding another layer. But I think really the only thing you can do at this point if you want to get your friend back is shoot him a message and kind of be like, hey, man, I'm really sorry. You obviously have feelings for this girl. Uh, I won't intervene anymore, but I really care about you and I want you back in my life. You know, sure. extending the olive branch and acknowledging that he clearly likes this girl, even though she is apparently toxic. Yeah, this feels like this has been going on for a while. And at some point, this friend has gotten so sick and tired of his buddies being like, dude, she sucks. Like, dude, break up with her. Dude, mm-hmm. she's the worst. You kind of, you go on the defensive in a way. You're just like, no, like, you guys suck. Like, I don't care. She's the best. And maybe she hasn't dated somebody in a long time. And he's like clinging to her. And I don't know. But mm. this this feels like... Um, a situation where he's he is pushed into a corner and lashing out is the last form of defense for him. Yeah, I he obviously has feelings for her. I think maybe in your message to him you could be like, you know, we really just want to see you happy mm-hmm. and whatever is best for you. And if it's this girl, great. I I'll be I'll be for it. I won't we won't Bust your balls, like, we're, we're for it at this point. It's been long enough that we get it's not just a fling or whatever. And I totally get he's sick of it because they've been on and off for three years. Yeah. That that's, is a long time. Th- you know what? That's true. That I, I forgot about that, honestly. That if, if it's an on and off three years thing, it's like, dude, we've been through this with Ashley before. Like, it's toxic. You guys fight. We can't go to the bar with you two because mm. it just turns into a war zone and it's fun for nobody. So I feel like that might be what this guy's getting at. And I, I don't know where to go with that. Cause I've had friends, Kate, that have done that mm-hmm. and there's no longer friends with us. I used to be the, the girl in the toxic relationship. No, okay. So yeah, my friends were like dump him uh-huh. and I was, I was not having it. So I get it. Um, eventually we did break up, but okay. Do you, is it one of those things that you just have to let play out from afar and not intervene? Well, I think he has to because he intervened one too many times, apparently, and this guy doesn't want to be his friend anymore. Yeah. He, he tried intervention. Yes. This guy is having none of it at this point. So you, time heals all, one, and time exposes the, the inherent faults in a relationship as well. So is, it, is, it, is that the remedy here? Do you just let it play out and kind of sit on the sidelines and say, buddy, we'll go to the bar if it's just you and I, um, but you figure out your own shit with toxic so-and-so, and until then, we'll just kind of, we'll be over here. Yes. I, I think you have to ask yourself, is he worth continuing to like reach out to and say, hey, this girl sucks? Yeah. Or... You just need to kind of let him get get some space from from you, and then come back when he wants to or feels ready. I hope that makes sense. Yeah, I think that does. I think it's a it's a tough situation. It is tough because it's like your it's your boy, and you you think you know what's best for him, and you think you know what he should want in a girl, or what a girl should be doing to like to to treat him right and what he should be doing to treat her right. Obviously this one's not clicking. You guys can all see that, but I don't, I don't know what the like intervention is obviously the tip of my tongue, but that's not going to work if he's getting defensive about it and not on your side about it. So I think you do have to just let it play out and trust that maybe if you don't talk about it and you don't make jokes about it, maybe it brings it to the forefront quicker that it's, it's, we got to be done with this dude we got to move on yeah i think at this point it just kind of is what it is and hopefully you can get this friend to stop ignoring you and start being your friend again and then hopefully he'll see the light on his own yeah shoot him you know what here's the my solution is shoot him a text be like i'm done trying to intervene i'm happier for you i think we we said this initially i'm happy for you i'm done trying to be that guy 
whatever makes you happy, I'm happy. I'd love to hang out with you again, but I'm not going to talk about your relationship. Yes, I think that's perfect. Boom. There you go. Done. Let's do the next one. Hey, Mel and crew. I'm going to be blunt. I'm very socially awkward. Dun, dun, dun. Years of never leaving my comfort zone combined with an anxiety disorder have left me in a pretty tough place when it comes to making friends. However, I see hope on the horizon. I'm going into my sophomore year in college. That's an awesome year. Shouts to that. And I'm living on campus in an upperclassman dorm. With this being the first school year post-pandemic, everyone's going to be out there trying to mix it up with new people, which makes for an excellent chance to make new friends. My question is, how do I make friends? What do I talk about? How do I introduce myself? Things like that. This is a great opportunity, and I don't want to blow it. And I included this question, Kate, because we've we've talked before about how to make friends as mm-hmm. post-grads in 26, 28, 30, dad, whatever, mom. But making friends in college is something that's a little unique, I think, and something different than post-grad life. So help this sophomore out. How do we get him in the in the right crew? I think him being in college, he has the, it's to its advantage because you already have something like automatically to talk about yeah. with new people. Mm-hmm. You can talk about classes, um, what you guys did for the last two years or one year when you were. You have a built-in. From you have home. the pandemic to talk about. Yeah, and I'm Which, sure that's like, gonna get old quick. It but. gets old and it gets right, but at least for the intro, be like, "Hey, what did you do freshman year?" You know, I did. I zoomed from my fucking attic or basement exactly. for nine months. So you just you kind of have a built-in like, here we go. And I don't think you're alone in having this social anxiety about getting back together and making friends because, like, I had that at at the bar, where I was like, oh my god, I'm overwhelmed. Yeah, I feel the same way. I'm I'm definitely someone that has very bad social anxiety, and it's hard for me to like make friends without being super in my head being like, Oh my God, this person probably thinks I'm weird or lame or whatever. But at least you have, you know, college talk about, you can talk about your major, Mm -hmm. um, where you guys are going to live next year, like things like that. So you, you have all these things automatically built in. So I don't think I would worry about what to talk about. I would suggest though, if you see, or if someone like invites you to do something, definitely say yes. Even if you might not Mm -hmm. want to, even if you're in your head, Say yes. Yeah, this the say yes, um, the say yes like vibe or answer or mantra is such a crucial part of a new environment anywhere, whether it's new friends mm-hmm. or, or new job or new you know city that you're living in. But in college, you know, I feel like there's there's more things to connect around. Like I always, I, I I'm never I've never been good at like picking a girl up in a bar. Because there's nothing to, to connect about on the surface. Like, I don't have a pickup line. But if I was in a group project with somebody or if I was in the same summer camp as somebody, I, was, I, I found it so much easier and so much better because I had, like, an, a, 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 literally something to talk about or a third-person topic or, or, or person to bounce off. And so in his situation, in, in being in college, there's so many of those. And people are naturally, they're not closed off dickhead 27-year-olds like I'm about to be. Where somebody comes up to me and is like, hey, man, like, what's your name? I'm going to be like, like, no. <laughs> I, I, won't, I won't do it like that. But I'll be like, what are, well, like, are you okay? Like, do you need something? I'd be shocked something? if someone said that to me. But in college, it's like what you do. You're like, hey, yeah. man, I like your shoes. And like, yeah. that's your best friend for three years. It's, it's crazy how everybody's just so... Ready, it's it's like being on the playground again. Everybody's just ready to, to have fun. And mm-hmm. the best way to do it is is do that and just, just be super out of your comfort zone and outgoing. And it's going to pay off for you in the long run. Like make an investment in yourself by, by getting out of that comfort zone, that introverted like out in the corner or whatever. And it's hard. It's not easy. But you do it one time and you're like, oh, that was cool or that was fun. And then you're you're golden. All you have to do is do it once and do it successfully once. You can even try a few times if it doesn't work. But once you do it one time successfully, it, it changes the entire game for you. 
Right. And you said you have roommates, or you didn't say you have roommates, but you live in a upperclassman dorm. But if you see yeah. people like, or if you have roommates and they're going to the dining hall or something, being like, hey, do you guys mind if I come? Just, just something like that. And, you know, you guys will be eating, and I'm sure you'll have mm-hmm. something to talk about. And next thing you know, you guys are all, like, making plans to go out, go get dinner later, something like that. So yeah. don't be afraid to be like, hey, can I tag along? Hey, can I join you? Yeah. No one's going to say because, no. Yeah, nobody says no. And even if you don't become best friends with them, like those three guys call it, those three guys have three guys apiece. And two of those 12 or two of those nine, however you want to, you know, three or four, are going to be cool and you're going to be down with. And then all of a sudden, you, the, you three are going to be roommates junior year and get a house off campus. Like college is just such this whirlwind of social like no rules almost you just you can you you can just act like five-year-olds and be like hey i'm brett and like that works we're at a bar at this age you say hey i'm brett like i like your shoes and be like oh thanks where's your table like why don't you and it's kind of like it kind of sucks in one way but it's also like it's just how it is yeah and i feel like if you if you go out, I don't know if you're like, you know, someone that goes to parties or bars or whatever, but mm-hmm. if you see someone from your class at the bar, be like, oh my God, hey, like we have class together or something like that. Like yeah. I, when I was in college, I swear to God, I would see people from my class and we would see each other at the bar and act like we were soul sisters. Be like, oh my God, girl, you know, things like that. It's, right. it's It was such a fun time and I really think you just make friends by instances like that, like people in your classes – People in your dorm, like all going out to the same party or the same bar. So I would say just really don't say no to anything and don't be afraid to ask if you can go do things with people and don't be afraid to be the person that initiates making plans, even though it's probably really scary to you. Mm -hmm. Everyone is in the same boat. When all else is going to fail just just socially like that, you're going to be in class with people for the first time in person, it sounds like. Yeah. And that that gives you two or three automatic friends by default, just being in class with people. You're like, oh, I saw you at the dining hall. Oh, like I see you you rocked like that uh, like that Dodgers hoodie or something. <laughs> like, you know, like something dumb or, hey, mm-hmm. that washed media sticker. Like what? You're a circling back fan <laughs> or you're a mail-in fan? Like, excuse me? And that it's all it all it takes is one like one thing to click over, especially as a guy. Mm-hmm. No offense, but it, as a guy, I'm gonna mansplain here. <laughs> when you have like literally one stupid thing to click over, it can lead to like a lifetime of friendship. So I, I believe it. I, I saw a meme where these kids sat with each other in class because they were both wearing stripes, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Yo, stripes, <laughs> yo, stripes. stripes," and they sat together and. They were the stripe boys. Literally, yeah. That's mm-hmm. ugh, that's that's so true. So true, dude. Like, you're you're red guy. You're red shorts guy. Like, check it out. I have red shorts. And then they're roommates two years later. I don't know. I love it. Anyway, good luck in college. Um, sophomore year in college. What a what a time, cat pet. That was when I joined my sorority. So that's fun. Great yeah, times. yeah. Hey, join a fraternity or sorority too. Join yes. a club. Join a sports team, club sports, if you're not an athlete. Or you are an athlete. I'm, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I'm a D1 athlete. Anyway, Cat Pat, that's going to do it for us on questions. Um, but before we get out of here, how about a shower thought? Are you familiar with shower thoughts? I am. <laughs> so um, before I go, I have this written down here for your shower thought. You actually have a bonus question. I do. And Regarding I'm weddings. Yes, I'm sorry to the people at home. It's a wedding question. Ha. But. Who's, who talks about that? I don't know. <laughs> okay, my question is, I have two friends that I would like to ask to be my bridesmaids. However. However. I. Th- they, they have a little bit of beef with each other. Oh. We all used to be very close. They used to be very close. Oh. So now how, I'm wondering. How beefy is beef? I don't like, think they have they... spoken in almost two years. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Or they have, like, they just, they were super close, and now they're just not friends one. anymore. 
So my question is, can I ask both of them to be in the wedding or is that just going to cause a lot of issues? The answer is absolutely cat pet. You are more important than whatever beef they have. They have been your best friends for a long time, Mm -hmm. I would assume. Yes. And you are the glue that is going to bring them back together because you are way above whatever beef that they may have had for the last however many years. That is mm-hmm. the 100% no-brainer answer for them. And if they have anything to say about that, fuck them. Mm-hmm. And I know they're your best friends, but like, <laughs> and if they listen to this, I'm sorry. But it's ju- it's just, there are a lot of things that in life that can, that can separate you, that can um, knock friendships off kilter, whether it's relationships or jobs or careers or views and beliefs and whatnot but another best friend that you share should be uh, let's let's put the gloves down like that let's put the bear paws away see that's what i'm hoping and it will be i i if i'm you i'm not even anxious about it okay good because they're they're both going to be so excited for you that they can suck up the 10 seconds of Mm -hmm. awkwardness there's going to be until somebody makes a stupid joke and somebody laughs and somebody screams and then you play fucking Stevie Nicks karaoke <laughs> and and like but you know what I'm saying it's just gonna yeah. be it's gonna be a dumb ten seconds, somebody's gonna laugh, and by the end of it, you're probably that like that wedding and that bachelor party and that bridal shower is probably gonna rekindle what was lost and has been resented over the last couple of years. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah. I still have a little bit of anxiety that everyone's gonna be really drunk and then they're gonna like hash it out. But I also know that everyone else will step in and be like, guys, this is cut not this you. shit. Yeah, this is, not the, this is not your day. This is not Madison right. Square Garden for you guys to box here. This oh is God. Kate's day. <laughs> yeah. we, are, we are at a winery in XYZ town. Mm-hmm. We do not need to be going over the 2011 whatever the fuck. Yes. Okay, well, that makes me feel better. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm glad you asked because I think that uh, you you should not be concerned about that at all. Good. Okay. Well, then that's settled. Settled. <laughs> um, as far as my sh- my sh- are you, any shower thoughts or was that that was the bonus? No, that was like my shower, shower thought bonus thought. question. It's that, it, that has literally been on my mind for over a year. I was well, like, one day, what am I gonna do? I'm glad that it, I hope to uh, alleviate those concerns because they're gonna be fantastic. My shower thought has to do with what I went through today, mm-hmm. which was. Uh, my flight, which turned into flights. Mm-hmm. And my first thought, so the, the pilot comes on and goes, Hey, welcome to the captain speaking. Uh, we'll be uh, flying at 33,000 feet. Uh, well, the weather's pretty good in New York. And, uh, well, it's uh, winds are out of the southwest and uh, clear skies. So uh, sit back, enjoy the flight. Thank you. So he came down and does one, you know, he does one of those. And then, uh, you know, we're 10 minutes into the flight. Mm-hmm. Everything seems to be going smoothly. There's no, like, smoke or or loud well, vibrations that you'd be like, oh, that's weird. So he comes down and goes, uh, hey, folks. Well, uh, we have a bit of a situation here. And you hear a situation. And you're like, usually they're like, uh, hey, you know, uh, they do the thing with the flight, you know, flight attendants. Uh, can you go help, you know, whatever. Right. Hey, folks, uh, situation here. So... Um, we're going to, uh, well, I'll put it to you this way. If we, if we continue, there's a flap that's been down and, uh, well, if we continue, we're going to run out of fuel by Baltimore. So up to you guys. We don't want to run out of fuel or we're going to turn back around. So he gave, he left it up to the, uh, to the, uh, the audience. The, <laughs> by like the applause? Do the applause meter? No, no. He, he was like, yeah, that's, I'm kidding. That's uh, we're, we're turning back around. We'll be back in Austin in about 15 minutes. Thank you for your patience. And uh, oh so, so he comes on and does that whole spiel. By the way, bedside manner of pilots, I'll put it that way, phenomenal. You, you, yeah. you would think we could be, we could be, we could lose an engine. And they, you know, uh, well, folks, we lost one, one of our engines and uh, we're going to be all right. But just That's a just sit s- tight. scary, accurate impression. Yeah. So uh, we turn around, we go back down and uh, it, it, it just brought me to the, my thought was like, how when you're when you're like in an airplane do you ever think about like what do i do if this like what what if this goes down every single time i get on a plane 
And like I've never had flight anxiety that bad. Like you always think about it on takeoff, you're like, oh, this is cool because I want I wanted to be a pilot, pilot forever. Mm-hmm. Like applied to Air Force Academy to try to do that stuff. And, um, but like when you're sitting there and you you have one of those announcements, and he told he goes, and folks, by the way, uh, so we're gonna use the whole runway when we land. We're gonna use the whole runway because uh, we're coming in hot, coming in heavy. A lot more fuel than we expect, and I'm like, oh, so we're crash, we're, we're crash landing is what you just said. Oh my like God. we're gonna use the whole runway, meaning we're gonna land on one end, and go go off the other end is how I as how I read that, right, sir? Yeah, Thank you. <laughs> I'm sitting there like, okay, okay, we're gonna like fucking. I would be flipping out. Yeah. Scared. Oh, the the that was you know you hit turbulence in the, in the plane. We hit turbulence. No, uh, the plane like everybody kind of. The, does the whole like ooh, you hear the commotion? You hear yeah. Like oh yeah. I, I'm, like I'm clutching shuffle, my seat. Shuffling and people are like oh my god, oh my god. Like should we do something? Uh, that that was that times like. I, I people are like oh my god like people are starting to cry and stuff. What the it was fuck? a it was a wild situation. That's so that's actually legitimately very and scary. And the flight attendants because we were so low on you know whatever was happening the flight attendants couldn't get up to like comfort people they had to stick in their their seats. Oh shit. And. Uh, so it was intense. How do you? We turned out okay, but well, yes, thank God. But like, don't they check the plane at a time for these things? Uh, you would think. Well, what happened was one of the one of the flaps, like there's flaps and slats, is how uh, this guy explained it to us <laughs> on, the, uh, on the ground. But what, there's flaps and slats. One of the slats, which is the front edge of the wing, mm-hmm. didn't have enough hydraulic pressure to retract after takeoff because they use it during takeoff to create more lift okay after takeoff it like didn't slide back into its hole or its home okay and uh so we were basically flying with one wing creating a crazy amount of drag at like ten thousand feet after that was supposed to be put away oh like nine thousand feet ago okay so what they it was it was a situation no, that'd be really scary. It was, it was weird. Plane shit already scares. The but it was just like me. one of those things. Like we just we we are in metal tubes going 500 miles an hour, and we don't think twice about it. We just don't think twice about it, mm-hmm. and we trust uh, two folks up front. I know um, a very close friend of mine. His father is a pilot, and yep. he is one of the craziest people I know. The pilot or the. The, the father who is the pilot uh, for American Airlines. He just retired. God bless. But um, good for him. That's a long time in the industry to get that. You probably yeah. got his wings or whatever. But if I'm like, okay, if he doesn't think it's a big deal flying, like it really must be okay. Yeah. But at the it, same time, I don't know. It's scary. You know, it, every time you jump on a plane, there's going to be some sort of anxiety based on what we've grown up with. But, um, but yeah, it, like they are remarkably safe. You know, uh, versus, yeah. versus cars, even. They're, Flying is apparently safer than driving. Oh, w- like, uh, factors of 10 safer, safer, safer <laughs> than driving a car. Um, So, that was my shower thought. By the way, our second time up, we we got down, delayed on the ground, whatever. Second time up, I got the first uh, the first ever on a flight. Uh, folks, uh, anybody uh, on this flight who is a uh, doctor. Oh or my a God. medical professional. We could use your help. Thank you. Um, so there was a medical emergency at the back of the plane. That was the first time I ever saw like a flight attendant run down the aisle. I was like, oh, that's not good. That's not good. Mm. So that was like an hour into our second flight. And don't know what happened. Hope they're fine. Hope they're okay. So you do you know what happened? Uh, I, I tried to inquire. Ugh. But I didn't get much of a response. By the I'll put it this way. By the end of the flight, they were um, nonchalant again. Oh, they were, they okay. were doing their thing. They were do, taking trash. So either the person was like super dead, or they had they were fine. You know what I'm saying? Like they were <laughs> like, well, we, nothing we could do. Or yeah, they they turned out okay. So well, let's let's pray for them and hope that they were fine. Yep, praying for them, hoping <laughs> they're fine, hoping they're good, hoping we're all set. They d- I'll put it. They didn't do anything at the uh, when we were going to offload the plane when we got to New York. They didn't do like a hey, we need to. Uh, bring on some people first to get this person off. That's a good sign. So it's a good sign. I think we're good. I think we're all, knock on wood. Yeah. I think we're all set with, with person who had the medical emergency. But that's a weird, that's a weird announcement to get. It and is. Hey, I've, any I've had doctors that on board? It's like, ooh. 
uh, little business development for a small to mid-sized media company. Like, need, <laughs> need me? I have some gauze. I can perhaps. live tweet it. <laughs> I have some gauze in the in the pack. I, brought, I bring band-aids everywhere. There's Neosporin mm-hmm. within arm's reach. If you need me for that, <laughs> I'm your guy. Next time. Next time. <laughs> Kate, that was kind of fun. Yes, it was. Thank you for you having me. You have a good time? Yes, I did. Awesome. Well, that's going to be the mail-in podcast for this week. We will see you next week. Um, leave us a voicemail. Hop in the, the Twitter or Instagram bio at mail-in podcast to submit a question. Some fun guests coming up. I'll put it that way. Some, some old friends, some, some new friends. Uh, you'll be hearing from them shortly. Thanks again, Cat Pat, for, for coming on. Where can all these lovely folks find you? Well... You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at the Real Cat Pat. You the TikTok's TikTok's blowing up a little bit for you, right? I had a TikTok that had like fifteen thousand views. Whoa! I was yeah. I mean, I felt cool. Let's go yeah. at the Real Cat Pat. Yes, everything is at the Real Cat Pat. K A T P A T. Let me ask you this before we before we leave here: Are you changing your your handles when you get married? That's a great question. I don't know. There, it would be the real cat pair. Doesn't it? I'll probably just keep it the it same. It doesn't hit the same. And does unfortunately, it? Katy Perry is taken oh. already. Oh. Yes, that will be my name. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, that's I've heard funny. that literally since like 2016. Gotcha. Yep, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> that's a layup. All right, Cat Pat, thank you, and we will see you guys next week. Bye bye. <laughs>